So, uh, it's close to be here. This uh, beautiful Malcolm. Usually we're inside a house. Now we get to be outside. Getting ready for circus, you know? Yeah. <laughs> this, is the right, this is the right weather. So just for those who, who are new, and even for those who are old, so the way that this, this Chabura goes is that we listen to a song. Tonight we're going to listen to a Yisharibo song. We've listened to Yisharibo, we've done Zusha, Akiva, we've done all types of music. We listen to a song, and, and every, every artist, you know, there's different types of musical artists. And some of them really put their kishkas, they put their, their soul into the music. And sometimes we have no idea what they're saying, whether it's the language or you just don't know how to translate the words. Or we don't take the time to really appreciate what they're saying. Not that they're, you know, necessarily tzaddikim and gonim that we have to listen, but we're listening to the music and it's making an you know, impression in us. It's kedai to try to pay attention to what exactly is being said. And, and if you do, then you'll, you'll see potentially, and you could ask the chavru who have been around, that you can even hear the song in a totally different way than you ever heard it before. So what we do is we hear a song. I'm going to pass out the words. I probably made a few copies. Take, you look on. <clears throat> At least there's a translation here. So first of all, you'll know what the words, what he's saying. And then we try to speak about the Parsha, about the Zman we're in. And somehow in connection with Siata Deshmaya, we come to a deeper understanding of what the music's about. And then at the end, we listen to the song a second time. And without any expectations, we try to hear it in a deeper way. Now that we know what the words mean, maybe we have a little bit of an understanding of a bigger sugya, a yesod of some sort. And then maybe, maybe we can hear it in a deeper way. Experience the song in a deeper way and allow it to resonate in a deeper way. So that's what's going to happen tonight. So we're going to listen to Yishariba's new song, Tekef Yipatach, as he says. And uh, so look, at the, look for this time, the first time you hear the song, try to understand what he's saying. We have the English on the left side. Get a basic gist of it and then we'll, we'll speak about it and we'll, we'll come back to it at the end. Thank you. 
heard that song yeah you said it was a new song is this the newest one I've heard, I've heard it though yeah, yeah I'm saying in a few two weeks it's great it yeah no they, this is about two weeks old right, right, right. yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, but it's uh, it says it's fast it's different for him he says he has songs like this not many yeah they're fast yeah each other has his ways so <coughs> now that you've seen the words, maybe for those who have listened to Yisharibu before, now that you've actually looked at the words, it's it's a little bit of a different song when you know what he's saying. You know, they sing, they sing, they sing deep poetry. It's difficult Hebrew to even understand, to even hear it, to hear, to understand. So let's let's speak about for a minute or two. It's really going to be more like you know ten fifteen. <laughs> I don't know why. About uh, about this manorin, and it's really a really continuation from last week. The way that these chaburs go is that we build over a period of time. We're in El now, so we've already been building, and we're going to continue to build in Mitzvah next week. But I'll bring everybody up to speed a little bit. You don't have to. You're not going to miss out on anything. So we were discussing last week that there's two main ways, there's two main approaches to Yom Narayim. There's the old approach, which we all, most of the people, were brought up on, which has its, which is true, but it has its issues. And then there's the more of the newer approach, the new age approach, which is really an old approach, just for whatever reason, it wasn't really brought out so much. The first approach is, is we compared it to Parsha Shoftim, where there's, there's a din, Shoftim, Meshotrim, Titein Lecha. There's a melech, ha-melech, and the melech comes, it's going to judge you. Comes Rosh Hashanah, you have to be prepared. Judgment day, you better work on yourself, you better do tshuva. If you don't, who knows what's going to happen to you. Gehenim, fire, brimstone. And... That's why when people, usually people grow up that way, that's why when El comes, they have that pit in their stomach. Like, oh man, here we go again. Maybe we could just, 
you know, pass through it this year or something. Fast forward. Fast forward, close your eyes. Let's, let's, let me make a sleep through Rosh Hashanah this year. That's the old approach. The new approach, really the, I think the bigger, the more appropriate approach, they're both true, but the overriding approach is that Rosh Hashanah, El Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, is all about building a relationship. Tshuva to return, as we discussed a little bit last week, Tshuva doesn't mean you sinned. That's how it was explained to us growing up. But that does, that's not what it means, necessarily. Tshuva means to return. To return from a, a disconnect. You lost, you lost connection with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Or the, the simple marshal that I always say is very, very simple. So when a, a kid goes off to college, he goes, you know, he goes across, you know, he goes to California for college or something. And at the, at the beginning, he was calling his parents every two days, telling them about what's going on, the classes, the, the room, the main roommates. Awesome. And as time goes on, it's once a week, once every two weeks, once a month. And then for three, four months, the parents don't even hear from him at all. Did he sin? He loved his parents. Ask the guy, do you love your parents? Of course I love my parents. So why don't you call them? Uh, whatever. I don't know. I'm just not, I'm not there. I'm not, whatever. He didn't sin. But he needs to do a tshuva. He needs to call his parents. He needs to go back home. Whatever it is. That's also a tshuva. He didn't sin. So the overriding approach of tshuva and el yom narayim is that over the year, maybe perhaps we've, we've lost our connection with the Kaddish Baruch Maybe our daven doesn't have so much emotion to it. Maybe we, we stopped going to that shir that we went to in the beginning of the year. Or that dafyomi, you know, petered out. Or whatever it may be. We started on fire. And then things slowly extinguished. Love Davka any sins. So the, so the overriding approach of El is, is, is to rethink, rebuild that relationship that one could have with the Kodesh Baruch that he, that he wants to have with everybody. Now we, turn, we come to Parshas Kisavo. And as David said, we're talking about the Bikurim. That's the, that's the beginning of the Parsha. That's the overall theme of the Parsha. We bring our first fruits to the Kodesh Baruch Hu. Makar Tov, Hoda. Does the Kaddish Baruch Hu need our, our fruits? He needs, he needs us to bring the fruits. He, he eats. The, the Beis HaMikdash needs more stuff. There's animals being shechted. What, what, do what does he need our fruits for? So th- this could be a, a whole, you know, sheer in it itself, but the Indian of a Karas Tov, to be Makar Tov, just translated literally is to recognize the good. Is that very often we go through life and we have so much good, but we just don't recognize it. We haven't downloaded it into our system. In our head, you have good stuff? Yeah, I have good stuff. But we don't necessarily feel it. It hasn't, it hasn't downloaded from our brain to our heart. And we can go through life just missing out on all the amazing things that we have. Until maybe you lose a job, when something breaks, and then you have that time to think. And then you realize what you had, what you have, and then when you receive the new, you say, wow, you come to a very high level of appreciation. Akar Satov is for us. It's not for Kodesh Baruch Hu. He doesn't need the fruits. We need to give the fruits. We need to come to such a, an emotional state of simcha that it's, over, it's overflowing out of us and automatically we, just, we have to give. We have to give the fruits. For us. When a person has, someone who does something Someone saves another person's life. Or someone gets you a job. You have such a, an overflowing... What's the difference? You're saying between the job and... Somebody saving your life and getting a job. Right, same thing. 
So you have this tremendous akar satov if you're a normal human being and you're not just a self-censored, you know, self-censored narcissist who doesn't care about anybody else. But if you really feel the, the tov that was done for you, you, you automatically want to give back to that person. You have to. And when that person, when you want to give to that person, he says, no, no, it's okay, it's okay. No, 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 T- take it. I want you to take it. This happens all the time with people. Who's the giver, who's the taker? Right? So Hakar Satov is, is, is for us. <coughs> and that's a key component to relationship building. Right? We're talking about the relationship. El, El is Anila Dodiva Dodila. It's the most famous of the acronyms. Anila Dodi, I'm from my beloved. My beloved's for me. Asana Kadesh Baruch Shir Hashim. That when a, when a person gets to the point where he's able to recognize the good that's being done for him daily, every minute, by the one you're having a relationship with. That's an opening. That's a big heart opening, which very often we're closed from. But the relationship takes another level. It's 2.0. When your heart's open, right? The whole relationship is about a heart. Right? You could have mind relationships. You could have two business partners, very cold. There's money, 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 money. Very good. You could. But then there's other types of relationships that have to, that the relationships through the hearts. So you can't have a heart relationship with your head. You're missing out on what could be. Right? Husband and wife, if they're just like business partners, you're missing out on what could be. And in a little bit of a deep way, and we'll come back to this towards the end, is that the Indian of Hod, thanks, and Hakar Satov, recognizing the good, they come, if you know the spheres a little bit, they come from the left side. We have the, refs, the right side and the left side. The right side is masculine. The left side is feminine. What does that mean? <laughs> the right side is the giver, the provider. And the left side is the receiver. Okay? The supporter, right? Husband and wife. Hakaras <clears throat> Atov to recognize the good and, and bringing the Bikurim. So one might think for a minute, if you're giving Bikurim, so then you're doing a masculine act. You're giving. But as we're explaining, and we'll come back to this at the end, Hakar Satov and the giving of the Bikurim has nothing to do, you're not really, you're not giving. Your giving is only because you received. You were open enough to receive and automatically you want to give back. It's not like Chesed. Chesed is when no one's done. Some person didn't do anything for you. You just want to act. Avram Avinu standing out there with his tent and the people in the, in the desert are coming by and he just wants to give to them. They didn't do anything for him. So if you're the first one to give, it's chesed. But if you're only giving as a, I'm going to make up a word here, as a reciprocation, I'm not sure if that's a word, for something that was done for you, thanks, then it's not, it's not a chesed. It's really from your act of receiving, from that impression that was made on you. So El was a time, and he would do di, to work in relationship building with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. And our relationship with the Bariolam very often for people is, is like that on and off type of relationship. Sometimes it's a love-hate. Sometimes it's a, a ruts of a shove relationship. Sometimes you're running towards each other and there's, there's a love, there's a, there's a depth, there's a connection. And then, then there's the, the cold periods. Whatever that is, stresses, anxieties, whatever. 
And then after a few weeks, there's the ruts again, and then you reconnect, and then there's the shove. The Kodesh Baruch Hu is very often like that for most people. It's an on and off relationship. When one wants to spend time working on the relationship, he has to defocus. He has to remove his focus from other things and put his focus back on the relationship. Because when one disconnects from one thing and there's a gap, there's a vacuum, what is it? What's the line? The nature abhors a vacuum. What is it? There's a line like this. You know this line? Nature abhors a vacuum? Something like that. Meaning, anytime there's a gap, we fill it with something. How many people, when they, when they, when they have a minute of quiet, do they just sit in quiet? Or do they right away pick up the phone? Do they right away newspaper? Right away call someone? How often does a person just sit? It's very difficult for a person. Whenever there's a gap, something gets filled in. So if you're not, if there's a gap between you and the one they're having a relationship with something else is going to come in a hobby another person it's going to come in all the time so to to rework on that relationship we have to realize we got to remove those mediums and once again focus on the dodi because we have to rebuild the feeling because we don't want the heart relationship to turn into an, a mind intellectual relationship very often that's how people are they can go 20, 30, 40, 50 years with an intellectual relationship and they make it they make it through but their mom is missing out they don't even, they don't even realize they don't realize so when it comes to us in the Kaddish Baruch Hu, who moved? who moved? Who, who made them who was distant? did the Kaddish Baruch Hu become distant from us? or did we become distant from him? The answer is obvious. We moved. We made ourselves distant from a Kaddish Baruch Hu. He's waiting. He's always there. He's always there. The sitter's there with the words. The Torah's there. He's everywhere. It's on us to make the move. So therefore, it's on us to come back. He doesn't have to come back. That's a mistake people make. They think, When's it? when a Kaddish Baruch Hu comes back to me, I'll come back to him. In another way. When I get the things that I want and I expect, right? Then I'll make a move. It comes from where? Gaiva. Covered. Not from relationship building. It comes from a selfish place. Now very often in a relationship, you have one who's into the other and the other one's a little bit cold. Very often especially with dating and in general, the, the woman of the relationship is all in. And it's the guys who have the issues, the commitment issues, right? She's like, okay, new, let's go. Let's, let's get married already. And the guy's like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. This happens the majority of the time. What's the difference? Why is it by the feminine, they're all in much quicker than the guys are in? What's the, what's the fundamental difference? What's the, what's the primis? So one understanding is we have to go back to the first relationship like we did last week. Adam and Chava. First man, first woman, first relationship. Adam was created. And the Kodesh Baruch says, Lo tov Adam levado. It's not good for a man to be by himself. He needs to have a relationship. It's not good for a man to be on his own. He needs a partner. He needs someone to balance him out. So Kodesh Baruch says, I'm going to make an Azer connect though. 
make someone opposite him a polar opposite. They look different, they think different, mamish the opposite, which we discussed last week, which makes relationships very difficult. When you're expecting, just like your best friend, thinks like you, and you know you like the same sports team, and then you meet this other person who's the opposite, total opposite, without the proper training, and crash and burns a few times, it's very difficult. So how is, how is Chava created? So we know. Pasuk says, Kaddish Baruch puts Adam to sleep, and Kaddish Baruch takes a side, a side of Adam Rishon, and from that, he builds Chava. So forever, the feminine Chava is a piece of her Adam. So when a feminine, the Nekeva, the woman, the lady, or the receiver of the relationship is looking at the provider, looking at the male. So what, how is she, how, what's her perspective? I'm a piece, and this is the whole. I need to receive. She gets her shefa, her flow, her influence, her bounty, her blessing, her fill from her whole, the man. So she needs him. The Gemara even says that a, that a lady is ready to marry a guy who's a low yutzuch, he's, he's not successful, he's a big loser, much more than a, a guy. A guy would rather stay alone. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to marry a, you know, a loser wife. Things have changed a little bit these days. <laughs> <laughs> not sure. I'm sorry to hear that. That's a good thing. I don't know. Go either way. Tan Tavlamesif. Tan do with the mace of Armelo. That's his tan tav do. It's better to be two, she thinks. That's in her perspective. It's better to be with somebody else. Me the mace of Armelo to be by herself. Mark addition. Mark addition. Yeah. Doesn't say that the man is supposed to find the wife, though. Yeah, remember. Yeah, the man is supposed to look for his peace. Right. So should be the other way around according to that? So the Gemara says that, that when you have an Aveda, we look at it like an Aveda. Right. So when you lose something, who looks for who? Does the person who lost the object look for the object, or does the object look for its the one who lost it? Right. So that's that's we can discuss that what that means and why that's connected and how that is. But for this, so now how does the guy look at her? Very often, the the, the original way a guy thinking and he might think like this for his whole life is that she's a piece. Of me. She needs me. I'm the Iker provider. Doesn't just mean in money. It means he brings into the house. The Shefa. So when he looks at her, when he looks at her, he doesn't necessarily have that feeling of, I, I, I need this person. Therefore, he could wait. Maybe there's other investments. You know, maybe this investment's not the one for me. I could, I could shop around a little bit. Take some time. Efficiency. Many fish in the sea. And when, and when there's a little bit of a difficulty that goes on, what do I need this for? I don't need this. It's a classic line, right? Why do I need this? <laughs> By her, she's like, I need this. I have to have this. So it's a tremendous difference between the way that they look at each other. And therefore, she's ready to be all in much quicker than he's ready. That's important. Priorities. You're being my shpia. No, no, that's good. 
Got to give over the cookies. So when does everything change? When does this change? We're coming to the end here. When does things change? When the man realizes that really he needs that peace. He's not whole until he has that peace. Even though he's the provider, it's true. Even though he's the world and she's a component of the world, so so at the end of the day, you're not complete without that peace. You need that peace. You need to be the provider for somebody. And not only that, you also need to be supported and received by that other person. Right? The classic way of a giver and a provider is I don't need anybody. I don't need. I'm good to go. I've, I've, done, I've been doing this for a long time. I'm okay by myself. I don't need. But the Amos is not, not true. <clears throat> and when a person opens up and says, I talk, I do need to be received. I do need to be supported. I do need another. I do have a need. That's when the heart opens up. That's when you could be maker toe for what you have. Because as long as you're just a provider and you think that the other one needs you, there's no such ability to be maker any tove. Because you're the only tove that there is. But the moment that things switch around and you realize that you also need to receive, you're not so whole. You're missing something. That's when you can have a karasatov. That's when your heart can open in hoda and emotion. The cook says, if cook talks about tshuva, he says there's two types of tshuva. There's a tshuva piss omi. Weimarger makes everybody sh- makes makes it clear that Rav Cook never said a ta. He said a sa. Everybody thinks that since he's Israel, he was like Israeli, he says pit omi. He says Rav Cook never spoke like that. He was he was from Europe. He was Litvish. Anyway, just my Rebbe said it, so I have to say it also. But Akupanim. So this tshuva pis omi, meaning a sudden explosion of tshuva, and a tshuva bahadarga, madrega, step after step after step. <clears throat> Sometimes a person wants to rebuild a relationship, right? And then there's an explosion. He just, he, he totally gets opened up and he's all in. And sometimes it takes time. It takes a few dates, 5, 10, 15, 20 dates to come to that realization. Both emistic. What we have to realize is that when we look at our relationship with the Kaddish Baruch we can't look at it like our relationship with other people. A married person looks at his relationship with his wife generally again as the provider, as the giver. But he realizes at a certain point that he also needs a little bit from her. But with the Kaddish Baruch Hu, who's the giver and who's the receiver? Kaddish Baruch Hu is the giver. We're the feminine in the relationship. Right? We're not the, we're not the mashpia to a Kaddish Baruch Hu. He doesn't need our first fruits. He doesn't need our mitzvahs. Right? It's a zechus. It's for us. We need to do the mitzvahs. We don't even realize. The moment a person comes to that realization that we're the receivers between us and HaKadosh Baruch in that relationship, that we're actually the feminine, that we absolutely need HaKadosh Baruch Often that comes when 
we have a break or we, again, like we said, we lose a job, then you realize, oh boy, I thought, I thought I was on top of the world and I realized I'm on nothing. Life is fickle and it's very, I don't know what the word is, like this with my hand, I don't know what that is. Precarious. The, what word? Precarious. Precarious. Okay, cool. Never, didn't know that word. Mm-hmm. Only once a person realizes that he needs the relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu, at that point, that's when the relationship could, could be rebuilt. There's an explosion. Sometimes it takes a person a long time to realize that. Takes a while. But it's that moment when you realize you cannot live without a Kaddish Baruch. He's the mashpia in your life. We're not just big shots. Everything that we get, every single moment of, 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 of speech, of eyesight, of everything that we have is coming from Him. At that moment, you then melt back in. You're a chilek elikamimah. That's what we are. We're a chilek. That's what the Lashon is. We're a component of a Kaddish Baruch So the moment you realize you're a chilek, you're not such a big shot, then you can meld right back into a Kaddish Baruch where you were supposed to be in the first place. But if you think you're the big shot, you think you're the whole, and a Kaddish Baruch is the peace, then you have no chance at that relationship. You're, you're, you're totally the opposite way. It's totally the opposite way. So let's look at the words of Yishai Rebbe. So he says, we'll go right to the English. He says, I ask to find you. Yishai Rebbe was talking to Kaddish Baruch I asked to find you. In the concealment that's inside the concealment, in a very deep place, in a deep place where it's a place of confusion, where we don't always understand which way is the relationship, to discover again within myself, it's an old relationship with the Kaddish Baruch it's an old relationship. Love that's inside love. There's a love that's inside what we think. Because where am I, where are you? Where, where's this relationship going? What's going on over here? What about the heart that froze, looks and hopes to, for the return of the warmth? To come back to that place. Maybe no one's ever, you haven't experienced. Often people have never experienced the warmth of a Kodesh Baruch But if you have even a little bit, we want to come back to that place. If you've ever felt him by one tefillah, one ila, one l'chadodi, one something in your life, you felt that you're, that, that a Kodesh Baruch is so much bigger and that you really chap, you really feel it. You want to come back to that place. Where am I? Where are you? What about this heart that was lost? Only wants to find a place. It wants to find the makam. The makam, HaKadosh Baruch is the makam, makam shalom. We want to find back that place that we came from. We're just small. Kaddish Baruch is big. And soon the water will part. All the water in the world and soon the heavens will open all the heavens within man. If you, if you look, if you look, if you feel that need, if you feel that you're empty, if you feel that you're lacking, then the heart can open. Your mind can open. Your heart can open. Everything can open. Is the water parting What's a yam usually? Usually yam is, is that we're separate. We can't get past the yam. Yam suf. It's a barrier. And when it says in heavens, it's something that's it's too high for me. Different types of barriers, right? Physically, I can't get from one place to the other. Or it's, because it was too high, in the heavens. But at a certain point, if we're looking for that relationship, it can all open up. And we can realize that which we thought was impossible. And soon the heart will open. It's going to happen. So the word tekef, see the word in the Hebrew is tekef yibaku amayim. 
So here, the way they translate it is, and soon the water will part. Okay? Soon it'll happen. If you keep trying, Chuv Bahadarga, Madrega after Madrega, if you keep trying, eventually it can open up. But I was, I had a question today. I was thinking about it. Tekif also means what? Immediate. Pisom. Exactly. Chuva Pisomi. So I, I wanted to know, because the person who translated this was not Yisharibo. So I wanted to know, what did, what did he think? What did Yisharibo think? So I, I just Googled, you know, contact Yisharibo. You know? And I, we, you know, you go to his website and there's, there's a manager. So I emailed the manager. I said, can you ask him what he meant? Did he mean sudden? Or did he mean soon? So he said that he actually meant soon. But I said, I think you could also say that it means pisom. Meaning there's two types of tshuva. There's a tshuva bahadarga. Soon it'll happen. Just keep, just keep going. Don't stop. Keep trying to build a relationship. One step at a time. One date at a time. But if a person gets to that place where he realizes imamish is nothing without a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and the way you do that often is by realizing what you have and everything you have in your life from 20, 30, 40 years ago and what you have this moment right now is all from him, Hakar Satov, the moment you recognize that in the deepest way, everything can open up in one second. Tekif, Yabako Maim. All those blockages can just explode open. Tshuva Pesoni. So I really think you could sing this song both, I think it can mean both things. And I was even talking to Momo today. If you listen to the way he sings the song, if you listen to the way he builds up, it seems as though the music is going that it's a sudden explosion. Listen. It means both. Sometimes, you know, a guy, let's say Yishai Rubo, who's, who's a deep guy, and, he, and he's very connected to Kodesh Bochan, and, and he learns, and he davens. This is a Torah of his. This is like a Dvar Torah. And sometimes you can explain it in different ways. And sometimes... He meant it one way, but the music explains another way. So listen carefully again to this song. Now you know what the words mean a little bit. It's better if you don't look at the translation. Now you, now you know basically what he's singing. And now let it, let it sink in deeper. Close your eyes. Let it sink in deeper. Listen to how the words are being sang. Song. <coughs> and Mirza uh, Shem. We should be Zoha to, to take it to heart and to rebuild. To rebuild the Kodesh Amen. We just got to get paired up again. You need a relationship between the phone and the speaker, yeah, yeah. you know? So, it's, it's everything. So you, gotta wait, you gotta wait, you gotta wait. But that, it's not always so posh. So listen carefully, listen carefully to it. Tech if you buckle mine.
לאט לאט, לבחור בתור גם כשהוא מעט, ואני מאמין, יש בי בחירה, מכוח הניגון הזה, מכוח התפילה, כי איפה אני, איפה אתה, מה עם הלב הזה שעבד, רק רוצה למצוא מקום. Wade's being sung. What? I think it's soon, not immediate. Because the emphasis on, I think, Tekef is like a slower emphasis. Did you hear the music, though? The Boom! Music, the, yeah, the music maybe. So it's interesting. The with the, with the, 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 the music makes it sound like it's a sudden explosion. But yeah. when he repeats it again and again and again, it sounds like it's notes. You just got to keep going. You got to work at it. So it's interesting because the sound, the music, which is more emotional, and the words are more like intellectual. So you see, at the same time, You have the Chuba Bahadarga is more intellectual, like I need this, I need this slowly, and then, but the emotions, it's like, you can get to that place where you just explode. Can I suggest something? Is that Israeli? Go for it. When you say Tekhev, you are saying soon, but when you're saying Vitekhev, you are saying as soon as. The moment as. When something is happening. What does it say? Look look at the words. I don't know, you have to say, look what it says. It says both. The first says, time is... It... And, and then, then the court, he says... Interesting, right? So he does so you see both. both. Yeah, see that? Mm. All right, there we go. Mean both. There you go. And the moment the heart opens, soon it will open. Soon it will open. Right, so, so the, I think that, that comes from a Cook. I mean, as I understood cool. from Rob Weinberger, saying that even that, that first thought of tshuva contains the whole thing. So even though it's just... It's all and, and none at one, or just, just that little drop. Right. Mm. So it's soon and it's right now. Is that because you're, you're thinking it? It's immediate, but it's not going to happen yet. It's going to happen soon. The main thing is, is that you do the chula. Yeah. 
That's the main thing. Just do the thing. Just do the thing. Just I wrote about it in this week's Asian Sparks. I see it often. Just do the thing. What do you mean just do it? Just, no, just do the All thing. All we do, <laughs> very often we learn about something. We learn Hilchus Shuvah, the Rambam, and you hear this Joshua, that Joshua. Or you go to, you go to a Shabbos Shuvah, Joshua, you become inspired, and then you don't do the thing. You don't do the Chuva. You, you got inspired about Shuvah, but you never did it. Did you turn to God even one time and say, Rabbanu Shalom, I want to I come back? Who says those words? No, no, no. We wait to get say, Hashem Baganu. Come on. That's not doing Chuva. So do the thing. You know who speaks like that? Who? Your boss. Or your old one. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Do the thing. He's Israeli, probably. No, no he's not Israeli. He's very far from Israeli. <laughs> he's just funny. All right, we should be.